Hello and welcome to the Real Positive Girl Podcast. My name is Sabrina. Thank you so much for listening, downloading, sharing the show. I truly appreciate it. I just love how people are continuing to love and enjoy the show. Um, And if you do love and enjoy the show, and if you are able to leave a five-star review or to just leave some sort of uplifting comment or interesting like uh, description of the show from your point of view on whatever pad podcast platform you listen to the show I would greatly appreciate it um, that would just help bring more people into listening to the show and um, give me the opportunity to help even more people so if you are able to do that I would greatly appreciate it also if you wanted to come by and you know just chat with me and connect with me on Instagram I am at Sabrina Joy Perozo or you're welcome to send me an email as well um, all of that information is in the description box along with all the notes for the show but again I appreciate you listening I appreciate you downloading and sharing the show So let's get right into the episode. Thanks so much, guys. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Thanks for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This week, we're going to be talking about cognitive distortions. And today, Monday, we're going to be talking specifically about blaming. But before we jump into that, I want to remind you that if you're having a hard day, if you're having a day that's stressing you out, bringing you down, not as you expected it to be, I encourage you to do the five-minute reset, which is to take at least five minutes to be by yourself, to reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there. It also allows you to just draw a line in the sand and kind of like let go of everything that's already happened and start fresh and anew from that point, which you are welcome to do as many times as you need to. And it gives you the opportunity to take a break from any issues or burdens that are holding you down or holding you back even. Um, You can take some time to come up with any um, you know, problem solving, um, ideas for any issues or problems that you're having by yourself or, um, with someone else. And you always, always, always should include, uh, coming up with a list of at least four things that you're grateful for, big, small, or medium size. You can be grateful for literally anything and everything. You can be grateful that you got something, uh, new curtains or new blinds or a new couch for your home. You can be grateful that you finally remembered to water all your plants this week, which is awesome. You can be grateful that you finally get some time to, you know, um, do fun stuff that you don't get to normally do, like read a book or go on a hike or, you know, take a nap. Or maybe you're grateful that you finally have a couple things, um, coming up during the year that you have the opportunity to look forward to, which is always fantastic. But you can literally be grateful for anything and everything, and it's such a glorious thing. So um, the list is never ending there. And then um, last but not least, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day, because hopefully reflecting on positive things and blessings in your life uh, will bring you more joy. And also just know that by focusing on those positive things, it'll help you get through those negative times. But I do hope you're having a great day on this Monday. This week we are talking about cognitive distortions and today we are going to start with blaming. Um, But yeah, cognitive distortions are unhealthy ways of thinking that can cause your mind to spin out of control, um, possibly, and these can also lead to increased amounts of anxiety and depression or be, be the beginning stages of those things if Um, anxiety and depression are new to you. So 
More specifically, it would be irrational and exaggerated thoughts that are highly based in negative thoughts. You know, very, they're not going to be like things that are like comforting, although the behavior of this thought pattern is very comforting in a way because it's, it's, it's habitual in nature. Um, and this creates more problems as time goes on it being habitual because this type of behavior isn't helpful in the least, obviously. Um, it's, it just, it leads you down thought patterns that aren't going to help you solve any problems, feel any better, or have a better understanding of what's happening to you or what's happening around you or the experience that you're going through. No, it's really going to distort it, which is why it's called the cognitive distortion. It's going to distort it in a way that is really going to cause more problems in the end, honestly. And if you do continue to do this as a habitual thought, uh, thought pattern, um, it gets harder and harder for you to break out of those patterns and those behaviors. And again, leading to more anxiety and depression. There are actually about 10 to 15 different cognitive distortions that have been identified um, in research. But this week, I'm only going to talk about five. I'm going to talk about five that I feel are really important and relatable. I mean, they're all relatable, honestly. If you just get on Google and look up a list, they're all relatable. And you'll be like, oh my gosh, wow, yeah, a lot of these things maybe I have dealt with or I've seen in other people or whatever it is. But I'm just going to focus on five that I found very interesting or helpful to this community. Um, and today, we are going to specifically talk about blaming. So, you guys... <laughs> Oh, I don't know why I'm in a rush today. Um, I'm not rushing trying to get through. I'm just like whew, all worked up. So blaming is the thinking pattern that you will either blame someone else when in reality it was the making of multiple, multiple people, possibly including yourself. And blaming can also be seen as being the victim because if you do have to have the attention on yourself, at least it's more pitying and not negative. Anyone would rather have People will be like, oh, are you okay? Or how is that affecting you? Or even that way where it's more of like pitying and, you know, what was thou or kind of situation as opposed to negative attention and people coming at you and, you know, blaming you and trying to push it back on you. Um, so that's another reason why blaming is so easy uh, because you can easily just paint yourself as the victim. And one of the biggest reasons we will blame others is to get rid of the bad and icky feelings we have. By projecting those feelings on someone else, it allows us to not have to think about those bad feelings and the negative focus is on someone else. So, you know, if you can't be that victim that everyone is like pitying or feeling bad for or has compassion for, you know, you want to shift it to someone else and be like, okay, they are going to get all the negative attention. I'm just going to sit over here and be fine. But it also takes away the opportunity for you to grow, for you to learn from the situation, to understand like why you're feeling that way, what the experience can teach you. Um, and, you know, I, I, I talk about those things all the time and they're super important, but I understand that in the moment, those are not things that you're trying to think about at the time. But I think that if you get more in the mindset of thinking about like what every situation in your life can teach you, even from the smallest things to the biggest things, then it'll be a lot easier for you to shift into that mindset and be like, okay, wait, why am I trying to run away from this? I need to figure out what it can actually teach me. Um, so obviously blaming, this isn't healthy because blame shifting and responsibility shifting isn't right, especially for the person you are trying to blame or yourself because you aren't owning the situation. And a lot of this has to do with you know, protecting your ego and being in a position of higher status because the focus is no longer 
on you. And a lot of times, you know, we want to protect our ego because we don't want people to point fingers at us. We don't want to be thought of as less than or someone that even makes mistakes. A lot of us that do suffer from, you know, control issues, perfectionism, being a people pleaser. We definitely don't want people pointing fingers and saying like, well, you know, you are not able to do the things that you said you're going to do or, you know, why did something go wrong or how are you making mistakes? You know, because people are, you know, pushing, projecting their own feelings onto us and we don't want to accept it because it's already too much. We've already, you know, created too many emotions and expectations and feelings for ourselves that like, you know, if we are able to just shift that blame somewhere else, it'll just make us feel a whole lot better, which is not the way that we should do it. You know, your ego is not the thing that's going to, that should be dictating like how you do things. Um, but I know that we can all get caught up in wanting to appear to be our best and look our best and also being in that higher position, that higher status of like, oh no, it wasn't me. You know, it was them. How could it be me? It's never me. It's always them. Um, so, and that's not good either. And believe you me, I have gotten caught up in this. It's hard to take on blame if you haven't done it before. It's hard to accept that you've made mistakes and that you aren't perfect. Um, especially if you've gone so many years believing that you can be perfect and you don't make mistakes. And if you do make mistakes, you deserve some sort of intense, crazy punishment. Um, but it's just not the best way to go. So um, this can also relate to something called the self-serving bias. This is when you take credit for something that goes right for you, but place blame on something or someone else when it goes wrong. So for example, if you were to go in and take a test for something like your driver's license or some sort of certification and you passed your test, you'd be like, oh, wow, good job, me, pat on the back, me, I did it, I'm so good, it's because I did this and this and this. But if you went to the test and you failed it or you did not pass, you'd be like, oh, well, it's because, you know, they didn't have the right questions or it's because my instructor, you know, was mean to me or took more points off than they should have or, you know, all of these excuses of like, why it's not your fault as opposed to it being like, well, maybe you didn't study well enough or maybe you didn't study the right things or maybe you didn't, you know, ask the right questions for you to be ready for that test or whatever it is. So um, a lot of times people will play into that and want to shift blame when things just don't work out the way that you intended them to or you end up getting wrapped up in some sort of uh, mistake or failure that you obviously didn't want to be a part of. Blaming is the easy way out though, overall. It's just the easy way out. It's the way out that people will take when you don't want to have to um, embrace, you know, um, accountability. It's definitely an, 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 wow, you guys. Wow. I don't know why I am being so crazy, but I'm not going to edit any of that out because it's just like how I am today. Um, it's an exit from accountability, vulnerability, and having to deal with what has happened. Um, you don't want to deal with those things. Those things take time. Those things, those things take self-awareness. They really um, put pressure on you to actually understand who you are and what's going on in your mind, in your emotions, and how those things are dictating your life and what you're going to do in your actions. So, you know, it's easy to just blame someone else because then you don't have to go through all of that. But, you know, it can also be very damaging to relationships if it affects those close to us or we get caught up in lies and blame shifting. So if you 
um, are blaming your partner or blaming a friend or blaming your family and pushing blame back on them for reasons why you haven't done something or why something hasn't gone well, you can definitely beat down those relationships because you're continuing to shift blame on them when both of you know, whether you have discussed it or not, that the blame should be shared or it's on you, right? So that can definitely tear down relationships. But if you get caught in lies because you're continually shifting blame to someone else and acting like you were not a part of it, you were not involved in it, that can also, you know, really break down and um, create so much pain and damage in relationships. And blaming can also be about um, control, control issues, because if you have to admit that something didn't work out as you planned, you have lost control. And that's a terrible feeling for those that suffer from control issues and perfectionism, you know? You don't want to have to admit that things actually slipped out of your control, especially if you put a lot of time and effort into figuring every little thing out, especially when you have so many eyes on you and you have your own high expectations and other people are projecting their expectations on you too. So if something goes wrong, you don't want it to be your fault. You don't want it to be connected to you at all whatsoever. You do not want to tinge your perfect, amazing, pearly white reputation, you know, you don't want to do that. And that is like one of the biggest downfalls of being so caught up in being a perfectionist and wanting to please others and having those control issues because they will break you down more than you even realize because you let you have so many little cracks in your walls that even like the smallest things can really like shape the rubble and break things down. So it's important to Consider if you find yourself blaming a lot if you do suffer from control issues or perfectionism. If you are suffering, though, just in general, from constant complaining or, or constant complaining, <laughs> constant blaming or blaming often, blaming others or something else often, when you know deep in your heart you need to not, it's important to try working on becoming aware of when you are doing it so you can cut back on this behavior just in general and also work on your self-worth as this will push you to take on more responsibility and own whatever happens a lot easier as you feel that less external experiences have to dictate how you feel about yourself. So working on your self-worth will really help because then you'll understand, like I said, that all these external things that happen to you, whether they're good or bad, mediocre, or don't even matter really, or just like in the middle somewhere, that they don't dictate how you feel about yourself and how you live your life and how you continue to move forward in this journey of becoming your best self. You have to understand that this is kind of a lesson outside of blaming, but you have to understand that all of these external things, you know, even if they do dictate how, uh, how knowledgeable and educated you are in something and how well you do a certain task, it still doesn't dictate like who you truly are. You know, those are just extensions of yourself. But who you truly are is all about your core values and your beliefs and, you know, your actual like kindness to yourself and to others, you know, not all these big things that you're trying to demonstrate to the world to um, be valued as something else other than just who you are. So, but if you do improve your self-worth, you'll understand that it's okay to make mistakes and it's okay to own up to you doing something wrong or not understanding something. You don't have to shift the blame. And also by working on your self-worth, you'll understand that it's really important to work on 
being more accountable so that you can take on more responsibility and also being more vulnerable and understanding it's okay to share with people how you're feeling and what's going on and what may have happened and what may have caused you to, you know, have things not work out or make mistakes or, you know, something just come falling down and not blame anyone else and just realize like, okay, yeah, this happened or, you know, maybe there are multiple people involved, but you're still going to be accountable for what your part was and they are going to be accountable for what their part was. So um, self-worth is really deep in there. And if you have that really dialed in, then blame you, the, the possibility of you blaming and projecting those feelings on other people um, cuts back way less and less and less, the stronger your self-worth becomes. And, you know, lastly, if you are wanting to blame someone else when you know it isn't the right choice, ask yourself these two questions first, if you are able to. And this is what I, before I tell you the questions, this is what I talk about all the time with practicing a specific mindset and really understanding, um, who you are, more self-awareness, more understanding of what you're all about and why you feel the way you do and where your mind goes when those hard, intense, critical, emergency, um, scary, exciting, whatever it is, times come and you feel like you, and you have to like come up with your thoughts and your actions in like seconds notice. This is what I'm talking about. And you'll be able to quickly be able to be like, okay, uh, ask yourself a couple questions to figure out how you're feeling and how you are going to react. You do not have to react right away under any circumstances unless you are like trying to like jump out and save someone's life. But you know when it has to do with responding back with your words, there is no need for you to just like have like word vomit and say the first thing that comes into your mind. So, but if you find yourself wanting to blame someone else for something, and not take responsibility, not be accountable, not wanting to be vulnerable, feeling like it's all too much, wanting to just like, you know, spit those out onto someone else, ask yourself, what would I have to feel if I couldn't blame someone else? So if you really like truly could not blame someone else or something else, you really couldn't come up with an excuse, what would you feel? Like, what would you have to feel? Would you have to feel embarrassment, you know? Would you have to, would you end up feeling shame? Which is not great either. (laughs) Would you feel sad, disappointed, betrayed? You know, like what feeling would you feel? And then the second question is, why are those feelings hard to feel? Like, why would it be hard to feel disappointment or failure or disappointment or embarrassment? And ask yourself those questions and that'll ease up a little bit. And it's not going to make it like 100% less harder to deal with why you're wanting to shift the blame, but it'll get your mind going and rolling and understanding like, wow, okay, um, there's no need to blame someone else. I really need to figure out how to be accountable for this, take responsibility for this and move forward and understand that I'm just going to have to, you know, as they say, like take your lumps and move on. And I don't want you to just do that. I want you to actually practice self-awareness, practice like breaking down emotions, sitting in your feelings, in your pain, in your discontentment in your embarrassment in you know and whatever it is and really figure out like why am I feeling this way why does it hurt so much or why does it not hurt that much or what can I do to lessen this 
these feelings and what can I learn from them and take away from them? And how can I shift them in a way that will work for me better in the future over time? So, okay, you guys, I think my voice is giving out. If you haven't been able to tell, I think that's part of the reason why I feel like I'm rushing my words because I feel like, you know, my voice is just like breaking down. <laughs> um, but that's it. That's all I have to talk about today for blaming and cognitive distortions. I want you to know that tomorrow we're going to talk about overgeneralizing, which is another cognitive distortion, followed by mind reading on Wednesday, which is a really big one. Like, I understand blaming today. Talking about blaming was a little like shaky because my voice and me trying to rush through. Um, and you might be like, well, why is blaming important? It is. It's something that you do. Maybe you don't even realize that you're doing it. So it's important to go over it. I bet I feel like the blockbuster one this week will definitely be mind reading. Um, it's the biggest one that has impacted my life, but also one that I feel like a lot of people don't even realize that it is a distortion that you are practicing, behaving in. Um, on Thursday, we'll talk about personalization, which is the opposite of blaming. And then on Friday, we'll talk about magnifying and minimizing. But thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, my name is Sabrina. Please, I appreciate you sharing the show, listening, downloading. You're amazing. Don't forget to come visit me on IG or send me an email for any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say, hey, hi, and hello. But until next time, have a good one, and I'll see you next time. Bye, guys.